Hey babe, it is Brett Lee. Welcome to episode 21 of Applying Pressure. And I am so happy. I'm always happy to talk to my girls, okay? My guests who come on and spill their own tea and also share some tips to help all of us ladies, right? The feminine collective and things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis that a lot of times we don't talk about. So today we've got Kayla Cordero on. Kayla is a women empowerment coach and she's going to be talking about healing sisterhood bonds, okay? Healing our female friendships, the power and significance of our girl squads, and what we can do to create better, healthier, amazing friendships. And so, I know I I personally (laughs) needed this talk. It was so cathartic. It was so good. So I hope you're ready for it. And without further ado, let's jump right in. Having me. I know we met, I don't even know when we met in the online space on Instagram. I know. But I'm like, you're my Instagram bestie. (laughs) We are. We go way back on Instagram. I have no idea how we even came into each other's lives, but hey, it's fate. Destiny. It sure is. <laughs> well, first of all, tell the ladies a little bit about you. Who are you, Kayla? What do you do? Where are you on your journey at this time? Ooh, all right, that's a loaded question. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Whatever comes to mind first. <laughs> yes, so I'm Kayla Cordero. I am a life coach, but most importantly, I'm a champion for women. I'm a champion for all people to empower themselves. Um, so back in, oh, and another thing that's super important, um, I'm a new mama. Yeah. Um, uh, my daughter is 15 months old, Zoe mm-hmm. Lynn. She's like my co-host on all of my Instagram stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you see Yes, she's there. She's always there. She's riding. (laughs) She sure is. And so, like, so my journey, I was always, I'm a little strange. (laughs) I was always into personal development, personal growth, like, even as a young child. And I think part of that was all um, because, like, I was always curious to know more about the people around me, like, why they did the things that they did. Mm. And so naturally I gravitated towards psychology. Mm. So I went to school for psychology. Um, I got my bachelor's and then I was going to get my master's because I thought that I wanted to be a therapist, Mm. like a psychologist or a therapist. I didn't know like where I wanted to go with it, but I knew inside of me that I always wanted to help people. I just didn't know how. So um, then along the way I worked in, um, the human services field. I worked with social workers and I thought I was going to be a social worker. But then somewhere along the way, it led me to life coaching. And I was like, yes, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. This is what I love. Because what I learned was that a lot of um, therapy is kind of about like going back into your past, figuring out the why behind things and all of that. But there wasn't, well, back back then there wasn't that much about like okay so where are you now Mm. what can you do like what are the action steps to take where do you want to get to so life coaching was that and like that that my like my soul on fire (laughs) I was like yes this is me I need this so back in 2015 I created the vow to be fierce movement yeah so that's like my whole foundation for um you know for my business and just like it wasn't even a business then it was just a movement and that really stemmed from me and my own growth journey and like not feeling secure with myself mm-hmm. um, you know just going through life just uncomfortable a lot of people pleasing um, just like not feeling super confident and mm-hmm. like the, I always crave that but I didn't know and so that's when I truly started like my journey Um, Because I was that kid in Barnes Noble, (laughs) like really young in the self-help section. And I know it sounds weird. But it was just because I was so interested in like transformation and getting to know like how can I do better and be better, Mm. you know. So, yeah. You're so wise. You have an old soul. (laughs) I definitely was not on personal development 
at a young age. <laughs> I hear you. I think maybe it's too, is because like, um, I was raised as an only child because mm-hmm. I was always around adults. Mm. And so those conversations, you know. <laughs> yes. Makes sense. Well, today we are talking about healing sisterhood bonds, right? Female friendships, um, bridging the gaps and all that good stuff, which I think is such a crucial conversation for women to be having always, always, always. Um, When you said that you want to talk about this, I was like, yes, because I can, even for my own personal life, (laughs) I can say that it's definitely a conversation that's needed. So first of all, tell me why that is such a huge topic for you yes so so when you first approached me about coming on the podcast um and you asked about the topic i was like hmm like i really asked myself like what what needs to be talked about like what needs to be said what do i have a lot of experience in? and something that's been coming up a lot for me and for a lot of people around me is sisterhood Mm. is female friendships and women And I think I was like, yes, this is what we need to talk about because I think we're in a time right now that things are shifting. Mm -hmm. And for years and generations, women have been taught to see each other as competition. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. I'm so over it. I was just like, let's dive deep. I've had my own experiences, you know, most recently. And this is why I feel more confident to talk about it now. Asked me a few years ago, and I was just like a mess in female friendships. Mm-hmm. I just, it was just a lot. So, um, you know, most recently, um, I've had this falling out with uh, two good friends of mine. And when I say good friends, I mean like we've been friends since childhood. And so, um, you know, it was just the time that came that it, it just, it was a really um, turning point for me to just reevaluate all of the relationships in my life and the women and how I'm showing up and how people are showing up for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, all right, this is something that we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, are you open to talking about what happened with your two good friends from childhood? What, what happened there? What caused yeah. that fallout? Absolutely. Um, And that's another thing. I'm open to it now because I've just realized that it's important to be open and to share stories with each other as women so that we can like stop hiding in the background and like really talk about what's going on. Because how are we supposed to heal things if we don't talk about it? Meanwhile, everybody's going through it. Right. So I'm totally open. Yes. (laughs) So, okay. So one of, one of the friends was from childhood. Uh, we were friends from like, I was eight years old when we first met. Um, and we've literally been best friends ever since. Um, and so like throughout the years, you know, we went to school together. We like, we went to school up until college, no, even college actually. Um, and we've never had any falling out, mm-hmm. you know, like any, I don't know any like real arguments or anything like that but there was um i think i think there were things building up throughout the years that we never actually acknowledged Mm -hmm. and took the time to approach in like a you know a meaningful way and so things tend to like build up throughout the years and then honestly things shifted when i became a mom Mm -hmm. yeah so last year you know i'm sure things were stirring up somewhere along the way but you know, becoming a mom taught me a lot, (laughs) a lot, and a lot about who I am, and who's for you, who's not for you, Um, and, you know, things just shifted around that time. I honestly can't even tell you why, you know, things didn't work out between us, but I can assume, right, because I'm only speaking from my side. And the important thing for us to remember in female friendships especially is that there are always two sides, two stories, you know, um, but I think it's important to have that communication and that's where we laugh. We didn't have that communication. We were the ride or die, like, best friends no matter what, like, you're, you know, whatever, whatever's going on, like, I'm going to show up for you, but we were missing that communication piece. 
of like being vulnerable with each other and letting each other know like what we were really talking about. And so what ended up happening was, you know, I myself went through postpartum depression and and actually, um, what is it? I think it's called peri- perinatal depression or prenatal, like right oh. before, right. which is something I hadn't even I known heard about. Of that. Right. Yeah. So it's like you have the um, the depression even like in the beginning stages of your pregnancy. Okay. Because of all the hormone shifts and like lifestyle changes and all of that. So I was going through my own craziness. And it's interesting when, like, you're, you know, you're there for certain people, you know, for a long time. And then when you need the support or you need the understanding, I just didn't receive that. Mm -hmm. And I was really taken aback um, because a lot of things happened where, like, I felt like I was being thrown under the bus and, like, you know, things happen. Lifestyle changes, I guess, the dynamic shifts when anyone has, like, a real change in, in a friendship, you know. Um, and you know, things were said to other people. It was just very strange. And, and, you know, this friend kind of switched up on me, but she was probably going through her own situation. I'm not even sure, Mm -hmm. but that's why I say like the communication piece, we didn't have it. Mm -hmm. And so things just started to drift. And for me, I like to speak on my own part. I can't speak for someone else, but I just kept letting things slide and resentment started building up inside of me. Mm. So like things would happen, very like shady things, and I didn't address them. Mm-hmm. And I was just like taken aback where one day I was just like, you know what, enough is enough. Like I can't, so I said like, I need my space. And that was huge for me because we never had that. Mm. You know, like we never had that disconnect. Um, and that's it. And like. It taught me a lot because it was huge for me in the sense of I, over the years, I've become a lot more confident speaking up for myself and standing in my own truth. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important for people to do is to like do their own soul work, mm-hmm. which is, you know, one of the things I'm going to talk about. Like if you want to bridge friendships, if you want to build any friendship, um, from a good foundation, it always begins with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I could go off and talk and talk. No, I love it for sure. That's what I was going to say. I was going to ask you, you know, what do you think was the blockage in the communication? But you just said it, you know, it was just basically you have to be able to be truthful and honest with yourself first before you can actually do that with anybody. And that's in any type of relationship. So, you know, if you are not used to standing in your own truth, standing up for yourself, speaking up for yourself, not even knowing how to put certain things into words <laughs> to then be able to communicate it to somebody else, then how can you, right? Exactly. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think that's normal for some people because, you know, I had to ask myself, why is it hard for me to do in this relationship, in this friendship, and it's easy for me to do with other people? And I think is a part of me, and I think a lot of people feel like this, um, especially women, is I was afraid. I was Mm. afraid to lose that. I was afraid to lose a part of my identity because when you're in a friendship for so long, you know, they become a part of you. Mm. And, you know, Mm. eight years old, like, literally we grew up together and all of this stuff. So I think a part of me was like, okay, what does it mean? What, you know, what's going to happen? Like fear of the unknown. Mm. What's going to happen if I stand up for myself? What's going to happen if we actually have that conversation? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, this just reminds me so much of, um, have you heard of that show Ghosted? Yes, I've heard of it. Infuriates my soul. (laughs) I just hate the whole ghosting culture. Not to say that that's what you did or that's what your friend did, but this is reminding me of like the basis of why people ghost each other and feel like they just can't have the, what they feel like to be the difficult conversation, which a lot of times probably is not going to be as bad as they're building it up to be. But it's just that that fear of the unknown, not knowing how someone is going to react. Um, and then also, yeah, not knowing how to put your own words into it. Because especially if you had all this history with this person, it's like, okay, this person's a part of my life. Whether I meant for them to be so integral or not, <laughs> they are. And so how do I do this and still keep 
myself in balance, you know, because when we have to actually confront and check our own emotions and check how we are dealing with one another, yeah, that's not always going to be the easiest thing to do, even on a personal level, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> of the, the backlash. Okay, like, what am I going to hear? What am I going to get back? <laughs> it's not a one-way conversation. I'm glad that you brought up ghosting because I'm going to check myself now and I'm going to share with you another story about a friendship that um it was the same exact situation Mm -hmm. you know little details different but the way I showed up was different and so uh, a few years ago you know we were in this I was in the same situation with a friend and you know we had you know when you grow up with like a little clique or like (laughs) you know a little girl group or whatever so um My best friend at the time, she was also part of it. It was like a group of four of us. And, you know, one of the, one of the girls in there, she just had like her own stuff going on and she had her own healing journey to do or whatever, as we all do. But, um, (laughs) she was, she was, uh, our friendship wasn't like working for any of us anymore or whatever. Mm. And like, she kept doing things. She kept like talking about us and like you know doing some crazy stuff and like none of us were addressing it and mm-hmm. so I just want to show it's like this is what happens when no one addresses things yes. and I'm sure that I did things to her too like you know you're young you grow up like you're it's a part of growth you yeah know, yeah friendship but um the same situation where things were building up inside of me I wasn't speaking up mm-hmm you know and I'm like boundaries were crossed too many times Mm -hmm. and what did I do I ghosted her Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. I ghosted her and so that till this day that happened I want to say like it was a little bit after college after college and by then you know I was on my my personal growth journey but I didn't I didn't own up to a lot of things and I didn't know how to navigate friendships like this you know or like stand up for myself so I literally ghosted her and then, you know, that separated the entire group. So it's also like that happens. I think dynamic shifts a lot when you're in group settings yeah. or like one-on-one friendships. And so till this day, I wish that I had um, showed up differently in that instance because the difference between then and now is like, I tried to have that conversation with mm. this friend, the most recent I tried you know, and so I feel at peace mm-hmm. with the way things worked out because I tried and, you know, I was like, you know, let's talk about it. Whereas before I was like, I didn't even want to deal with it. And I was just like, bye. Mm-hmm. Some people, some people do need that, like that boundary set. Mm-hmm. But I think what you said is super important. Like you can owe someone like it's important to have that conversation. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, um. I think it's crucial what you just said. You said something and it made me think of when the conversation's not had, then, oh yeah, because you were talking about how you're at peace because you tried to have that conversation. And when you don't try to have that conversation, there's just this huge like dark space. (laughs) It's just like, what happened, you know? And you never know how that other person is handling it either. So I feel like that's the most unfair part with the ghosting is just like, when we don't understand something and we're not able to come to some type of conclusion, this is why people are always looking for, what is it, closure, right? Whether it's in a friendship or romantic relationships. Because when we don't have that finality to the situation and we just were along one path and all of a sudden the direction shifts and changes, it drives us crazy. I can't remember what the process is in the brain, but it's like a scientific thing where it's like if we don't have an understanding, we go over it over and over and over again and then we wind up blaming ourselves because I mean what else can we do with the information but think that oh that means that something's wrong with me otherwise this person wouldn't have left me hanging like this or whatever and a lot of times like nine times out of ten it's just it's actually that other person because at the very least no matter what happened in the relationship if you have a relationship with somebody then a discussion or a conversation in my opinion should be had And um, I think it's a huge thing nowadays, especially with social media and all these other, like the dating apps, all these apps, they even have apps for friendships, right? Now that you can meet people on an app and like start trying to build some type of connection. But that's wonderful that it increases connectivity. 
but it also kind of affects in a more negative way as far as what I've witnessed, the way we handle our one-on-one friendships and relationships, people individually, right? So it's great for the collective, but when it comes down to me and you, Kayla, talking, having a conversation, it makes it so much harder. It's weird. Mm It is. It is weird. And it's true, and it's true. And that person, you know, from years ago, that has always stayed with me. Mm -hmm. You see, as the person who ghosted, it has always stayed with me. And it was like, I was always like, "Mm, I should have showed up differently, or I should have been honest, Mm -hmm. or, you know, and like, but we did have that opportunity years later. Okay, you know, and what I found was that that person always wondered, like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, and so I think all of us have felt that in some way or form in friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, if you can give that person, um, what's it called? If you can give that person like that finality yeah. or some sort of closure, then right. it's better for you and for the person. Definitely. And you can't really do anything about how they receive it, you know? Not everyone is going to be so receptive or understand right away, <laughs> That's but that's on them. <laughs> that's exactly, that's another point. Like, okay, so you know how people say, um, oh, you know, I'm just honest, I tell it like, it like it is, and like, you know, I'm just being honest, I'm being truthful. Mm-hmm. But some people take that and they use that to be mean, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. or to just like, put other people down and so for me I'm all about being honest but I think there's a way to like speak your truth with courage and with kindness yes it's all about your delivery you can approach like you can approach a situation first of all if you're in a friendship you know the person really well you know their triggers you've gotten to know them right and so it's like okay how I approach you Britt is gonna be different how I approach you know, someone else Mm -hmm. that I'm in a friendship with, Mm -hmm. because I know, right? And so if you really want to get, and this is important, if you really want to get your point across and be heard, because depending on like how you approach somebody, they could shut you down right away. You know, if you come crazy. Yes. Um, So it's really important. This is why I say like, one of my tips, if you want to build strong female friendships if you want to whether new or whether in for a long time do your own soul work get to know you you know it all starts with you you know building that self-awareness is so important building that confidence you know how they always say like your vibe attracts your your tribe attracts your vibe yeah 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 it's so true because before you know growing up as like in an only child in my house because um, I do have a sister um, from my father's side, but we didn't grow up in the home together. So it's like different dynamics. But growing up, I always craved having like a sister. You know, I've always craved um, like, you know, just having like strong sister bonds. Mm-hmm. And so what happened to me, like being young and all that, I was very like people pleasing. And so I didn't know myself. And so I attracted people who would like suck the life out of me kind of. Mm-hmm. And um you know, but it was because I wasn't like, you know, it was, it was my vibe and it wasn't as high vibe as it is now, where mm-hmm. now I'm more open, you know, I'm more vulnerable, I'm more confident. So I attract those women into my life. Yes, naturally. yes, yes. I love it. Working on your own soul work. Um, Not just saying, you know, well, this is who I am. <laughs> What is that saying? It's like, oh, it is what it is. This is how I am. Like, you know, like, I don't have any changes or growth to do. (laughs) I used to say that so much because, and exactly. And like people that say that, it's coming from a place of like protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the soul work is so important. Mm -hmm. Because think about it. When you say, oh, it is what it is. You don't really mean it is what it is. No, no. Right. (laughs) Really. It's so true. What was the last thing you just said, Kayla? You were talking about vulnerability. Mm. Vulnerability. So how can we work on that? For example, you know, in those situations where you were saying that you, things were coming up within your friendship and you were letting them go, you were just sweeping them under the rug, you weren't speaking up on it. 
how can we, what little things can we do like in that moment where you feel like there's a rift, where you feel like there's something that needs to be addressed, but you're not quite sure how, what can we do? I love that. Um, I love that question because I want to say this vulnerability is a superpower. Mm. It's a superpower. And I think as women, you know, we were always taught to, it's a deep thing. Like we were always taught, all right, just get it done. You know, take care of the family, take care of everyone, you know, but don't talk about what's going on inside of you. Like Mm. just take it. And it's like, no, being vulnerable does not show weakness, right? Because I know growing up in my household, in my family, you know, everybody was like, all right, hush, hush on whatever's going on. And what that does is it tells your inner child, it tells your, you know, your higher self, it says, okay, whatever you're going through is not worthy. Mm -hmm. So don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And female friendship is all about lifting each other up. And part of having like a true connection is vulnerability. And so if we take off the mask, like if we take off the mask and actually allow someone else into your heart, into your space, Mm -hmm. then that creates a bridge that creates like, let's say between you and I, right? If Mm -hmm. I share something that I'm struggling with, with you, you know, you're going to be like, Oh, you know, we're going to bond over that struggle or maybe share something that you've been going through and like lift each other up through the process. So I think it's really important for people to kind of just like take the mask off and also like when i say vulnerability is um is like the true pathway to true connection it doesn't mean that you need to tell your whole life story to everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i think it's important that's one you know what i mean like oh okay let me just tell yes, you know, like, no <laughs> not mm-hmm. everybody deserves your story no you know i think it's important too because it's like when i was younger i was like i was like oh let me talk to everybody tell everything but then you attract people that aren't really on your yes. you know that are good for your life yeah so it's important to have that discernment too and i think it's about trusting your intuition like you get a vibe right mm-hmm. you know when someone is for you or not it's mm-hmm. a matter of whether you're being honest with yourself mm-hmm. and so once you go through that discernment once you be like yes 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 like with you right like we never met in real life no <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just, it's just like something inside me is like yes yes I need, to like, I need to connect with her um and so you know that mm-hmm. but a lot of us tend to ignore that intuition and so once it's good and it's like, okay, this is a safe space for me to be vulnerable and share things. Mm-hmm. Because that gives the other person the opportunity to share as well. I think a lot of people also need to remember that, like, not everything is going to be great, you know, and that's okay. Like, sometimes when you do share, let's say in a friendship, you know, maybe the other person is not in the space to receive it, and that's okay too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, so true. I, um, I recently had a conversation with a client and she was, she's living with, or she was living with uh, one of her friends, but they were, you know, how that whole situation can unfold when you're used to being on your own and you come into someone else's space and you have two women who are grown, who have their own way of doing things. And now they're butting heads all the time, you know? And so she was trying to figure out how to basically have a conversation with her without it blowing up or becoming so dramatic because she said she was very drama driven and it just goes from zero to 100 real quick. And so one of the tips that I gave her was to already set your intention before you enter the conversation first within yourself and then with her. So you don't just go in and just be like, you know what, this is really pissing me off that you keep doing this or whatever. You go and say, hey, babe, boo, whatever you call her. Um, we need to talk, but I need you to know that this is not me attacking you. My whole purpose of coming to talk to you right now is so that we can figure out what's been going on with us and we can heal this and we can just talk like two mature friends who actually love each other. You know, I love you. We might, you know, butt heads, but that's normal. So I want you right now to know and receive what I'm saying to you and vice versa with an openness and knowing that I am just trying to make it better. Okay. And then you have the conversation. <laughs> yep. I love that. And it's true. It, I, I think setting an intention is super important. I love that tip. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just saying that just reminded me of another thing. It's like, yes, try to approach things in the moment. 
Yeah. Like not exactly as they're happening because, you know, some people need to like take a minute. Yeah. Gather your thoughts. Yeah. That's another thing too, right? Like you said, like if something is happening in the moment, just take a minute to just um, actually process your feelings mm -hmm. so that you can be clear when you're talking to the other person. Mm -hmm. So what I do with my, you know, my current best friend who happened to also be my roommate. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, I think with us, why it worked so well was because we had boundaries yeah yeah we were very respectful we we set our boundaries yeah. clearly yeah and we were very respectful of them because i think once people start to cross boundaries mm -hmm. then that's when things start to collapse exactly. but, but it's funny i texted her the other day and we were talking about this we were talking about friendships and you know she knows the situation with my past friendships and i know hers and we both dealt with things um like similar people in the same circle. And so she's had her own stuff. And so we texted each other the other day and we were like, listen, we don't want to end up like that. Right. <laughs> we don't want to end up in a friendship that just like, like it's crazy, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, it just disappears out of nowhere. And so we were intentional in that sense of like, and we, we said, we put like a backup plan mm -hmm. and we were like, okay, if any one of us feels any type of way or we feel that we're getting to that place mm -hmm. then we need to have like a code word to like talk about it yes yes i love that <laughs> like like this is like you know you may not want to have this whole full-blown conversation yeah like oh this is happening but like code word this is what's coming up for me yes and let's talk about it like you yes. said and and that's important because not everybody is so comfortable talking about things and that's okay it's very true but if it's somebody that you value, then you're more willing to talk about it. Yes. I love the code word. You know, it's like we have the code word. We can come back to it later. We can talk about it now, whatever. Or that might just be your like, your out, right? Like, okay, this is my exit. I'm going to tell you the code word. <laughs> Pineapple. Yeah. I'm exiting the situation. We'll come back to it later. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, be more sensitive right now because this is what Yes. Like, you know? Or yes. <laughs> Like, exactly. or I'm maybe saying some stuff right now because I'm in my feelings, but, you know, mm -hmm. it's not how I truly feel. Yes, yes, yes. And just so, doing something so simple as that um, just validates the experience for both of you and the fact that this is actually an important relationship that you value and think is worth salvaging and working on. So whenever we work on our relationships, we are, we're working on ourselves. It's all a reflection. Yeah. <laughs> so it just it trips me out when people are acting so like nonchalant or like you know um I, I read so many quotes on Instagram nowadays and I always I just feel so many types of way about them because I'm like on one hand yes like if you're looking at a very surface level cool um one of them that I read this morning was saying something like don't stress out over people let people go and do what they want and you just do you and it, it, that wasn't verbatim but that's pretty much the spirit behind the quote and I'm just like uh yeah but no, no. <laughs> how do you actually nurture your connections and build real relationships if you're just ready to just dip whenever something gets tough yep. oh my god I'm so glad you said that I am so glad because <laughs> people are so quick to be like bye yeah like, oh, you know if somebody isn't serving your life like let them go and what? I'm just like okay if we did that, we wouldn't have no one. Nobody. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we Preach. wouldn't. And that's, <laughs> that, you know, it's true. It's like, I think, I think it's important to know what you value in a friendship. Yeah. So like another tip too is like, you know how we have core values mm -hmm. just in our own lives. So what are your core values in friendships? Like, what do you hold to be so important? And are you showing up in those core values also, mm. right? Because mm -hmm. sometimes when we have a disagreement or when we have some crazy falling out, you know, we have to take ownership for it and see, like, how were we showing up? Or maybe the other person, this is why communication is so important, maybe the other person is going through something you have no idea mm -hmm. about. And so do you really just want to cut off that person you know, out of assumption or right. like, oh, you're not just like working for my life right now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, <what? laughs> okay. Oh my <laughs> God. Build strong foundation. 
foundation. Exactly. And it's just like, uh, what you're really saying to that person is actually, you're not validating me enough and you're not meeting the expectations that I'm setting for you. So I need you to get out of my life. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Oh, it's I so ridiculous. It's, you know, yeah. I was just going to say, like, as, a, as if we're all just here to make you feel you know like to meet your expectations you know we're not on our own journeys or anything we're just here to <laughs> make you feel validated make you feel loved make you feel like your emotions whatever it is the case may be no yeah. and yeah. like no. we need to just uh, confront ourselves a little bit more and like you said knowing what you value in a friendship and making sure that you are meeting your own expectations first right crucial yeah. like yes like, okay, if I value communication, am I being, am I communicating to that person? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Am I sharing what's going on with me? Because what I noticed too is like the difference. And I think it's important for people to know because, because, okay, we're not trying to cut off people like just like that, but we also need to have that knowing that not everybody's for us. Right. Right. That's true. Not everybody's meant for us. And that's another thing I struggled with when I was younger. I just wanted to be liked by everybody. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, no, why I caught that struggle or why I had like friendships that didn't work out on other stuff is because I was, it wasn't my, they weren't my people. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's too, it's important if you want to build your soul tribe, if you want to build those female friendships um, or sustain them. You know, it's important to know, like, I had, like, 4,000 things in my head right now. I was like, wait, where was I going? <laughs> I do that all the <laughs> time. Um, it's important to just, like, be you. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, be you um, and know that not everyone is for you, and that's okay, too, right? When you're holding on to something, when you've done the work, when you've tried to communicate, when you've tried that, but it's just not working, then that's when you can be like, okay, maybe I can release this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yes, exactly. And it's still be okay. And that doesn't mean that you, you know, like people grow out of relationships and friendships all the time. That doesn't mean that there's love lost or that there was never a friendship, you know. Um things are always evolving, always changing. The will turns. So, you know, some people might spin out of your life. It's perfectly fine, natural, right? <laughs> It's so true. And I think, too, I think that's what happened, too, in some of my friendships. Like, we all grow. We all evolve. Um, uh, we all have our own journey. And some people grow with you and some people don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean, like, you know, these people that I'm talking about that I, you know, had these experiences with, I still love them. I root for them. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's also important for us as women. Like, we've been taught to each other as competition we've been taught to like oh you know i have to rise and if i rise that means she like you know she can't come up here yeah. because there's no room for all of us mm -hmm. and there is yes and, and it's so important i think it's all about mindset too and how we view other women and you know things are gonna come up you may get triggered with certain things you know but realize that you know, those insecurities and all that stuff is just like an opportunity for, you know, you to work on yourself yeah. and know that like building that relationship with another woman is only going to help you. Yes. And it's going to help up the collective. It's not only going to, right? I feel like we're coming in a space of like, we, we rise together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's been coming up a lot for me in the last few weeks. Like, um, so, you know, you were a part of my Fierce Women United yes. series. Loved it. So good. So, so, I was so happy. So many people loved your segment. And um, so during this quarantine, I was, I, I don't know, I was craving something. And I'm like, if I'm craving some sort of connection, then other people are craving this. Mm -hmm. So I just felt called to create Fierce Women United. And that's just where, you know, for people who don't know, it's just like a, a space 
space where women come from different, you know, expertise and areas of life and they share their story and they share tips to, for us to thrive in this quarantine, not only survive. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think it's important for us to highlight each other's wins and to share, and we can only grow by supporting each other. Yeah. 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 So good. So true. You mentioned something about insecurities. Um, you know, when we're in competition, right? What we've been conditioned to be in competition against each other as women. And if we rise, that means that the person next to us can't be up there because what does that mean for, you know, us? And um, you said that those insecurities are your place to grow from, right? And so what I would add on to that is if you are feeling like insecure any type of way that's negative about another woman her experience that's always the time when you can actually look and say all right this is obviously not about this person this is not about anything that's external to me so what is causing this feeling to come up right now in reaction to what's going on for this other woman which is amazing right why would i have a negative response or reaction to something that's positive and what is that trying to show me you know let's get down to the nitty gritty the core of the issue so that I can approach it and work through it myself because once you do that then you'll be surprised by your own glow up for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love it you know and I heard something the other day it said something like oh when you get triggered by a woman you know who's successful or like who has something that you want or whatever you know it just means that what you see in someone else is a reflection of what's inside Mm -hmm, of you, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So, like, it's inside of you already. If anything, um, it's just a matter of, like, getting to that or allowing that light to shine. Yes, yes. It's often something that's inside of you that you are dimming, right? That you're keeping (laughs) behind some type of fence, cage, something that you want to let out, but you feel like you are unable to. So then that causes that negative reaction against someone else who you think has more freedom. But then, sure, they might have more freedom in that area. But then what else are they dealing with when it comes to their insecurities that you probably shine in? You know, like we are all, (laughs) we are all imperfect. We all have our own (laughs) stuff that we are amazing at, that we completely shine in. And then the things that we are just like, ah, mm-hmm. Yes, and that's why it's so important. Like, we can all learn from each other. Yes. You know, we all have different gifts, like you said. Like, we all shine in different areas, whereas other, like, in other in other areas, we need that lifting, and that's how we do it, by yes. opening ourselves up to other women and just being like, hey, like, you know, this is my gift, and sharing your gifts and, and pouring into them and being open to receiving that light from them also. I love so, that. So, um, yeah, like... Yes, share the gifts, ladies. Share the love. Well, do you have any? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, fine. Well, I was gonna go to another question. So if you have something along those lines, let me know. Okay. I want to know what you think about making new friends today. How do we make new girlfriends today? <laughs> um, because I feel like a lot of people are just feel kind of awkward around, you know, connecting with other women um, and just being open, you know, feeling like it's weird. I don't know. Just whatever. Tell me what you think. Girl, I, I hear you because that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real, it's like, it's scary, especially like now, you know, we're older, you know, we're doing our own thing. We, you know, we have our own businesses or like we're our careers and stuff. And it's like, where do we meet people? Where do we meet friends? You know, we used to have school or like, you know, sports or whatever. Other yeah. So it's like, where do we meet these women? Yeah. And I think, I think um, a big thing <laughs> that helps me is not to be afraid to make the first move. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to take the initiative. Like if you see someone that you admire or if you see someone that's like I don't know that you get a good vibe with like it's okay to reach out to them like you're not a weirdo you know <laughs> you're not, I, that was my thing I was like oh you know what do I look like going to, hey like want to be my friend you know like no <laughs> it's like no but I think it's important to remember that 
that other person may be afraid to approach you also, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think, you know, us as women, not everyone has that, you know, uh, be open and yeah. like be super funny and outgoing and just like walk up to people. Not everybody mm-hmm. has that. And so it's important to remember, like, if you see something in someone that you want to like, that you find curious or you want to get to know them more, it's okay to reach out. And if they're your people, I think this is also important too. If they're your people, then they will um, receive you well. And they'll be like, yeah, it's like, it's excited. And like, if you don't get that, you know, if you get like a rejection, (laughs) you get like a look of like, who is this person? (laughs) You don't want person in your life anyway. Yes, yes. It's so true. So you need to put yourself out there. It's okay. It's okay to make the first move. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. And another thing uh, when making new friends is, like I said before, know what you want in a friendship. Know what you're looking for. Know what's important to you. Kind of like when you said, like setting that intention. Mm -hmm. And think about who are the people that you want to call into your life, Mm -hmm. right? And then you need to place yourself in those spaces Mm -hmm. so let's say like now everything is so virtual and everything is online and all of that so there are facebook groups you can find you know where like-minded women um i know i found some connections there and you'll always find the people meant for your life you always find them um but you need to be open to that too right you can't say oh i want to be friends uh you know i want to meet new people um, and then be closed off. You need to be something inside of you needs to shift and be open to that. Very true. Very very true. Yeah, you can't be closed off if you want to receive. You got to be open. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, yeah, is that is that something that you've experienced or or like want to? Yeah, I would love to make um, new friends. I was like you, though, back in the day. Like, I just wanted everyone. And um, I even have made that comment that you just made um, to girls, like, <laughs> freshman year of college, going up to people and be like, hey, um, <laughs> we're going to be friends or something like that. And I had to learn that, you know, just be open, like you just said. Now I just kind of attract the people that I want to have in my life, um, just with the vibe, like you were talking about earlier. And being open myself. So now I will go and reach out genuinely to other people. You know, if I leave comments, for example, on social media, I try to make them as genuine as possible. Um, you know, complimenting other women on looks and otherwise, you know. Um, and not everyone will be receptive, like you said. You know, some people will just like it. Some people won't say anything. And I'll actually give, like, a genuine compliment. And I'm like, what? you just not, oh, okay, whatever. But <laughs> that's yeah. not my tribe, right? So, like, that's really much how I've been trying to work through that. And um, I would love to make some more friends that are in my area that I can see. But when we can actually travel, though, best believe we are going to link up. And, um yeah. Yes, yes, because I'm excited for that. I I'm, excited. To get to work. <laughs> I'm excited. It's, it's a long time coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that you said that before about about going up to people. So that's how I met my friend in eight in when I was eight years old too, right? Uh-huh. I was up, I went up to her and I'm like, oh, you want to be my best friend? And uh huh, it used to be so simple. To, yeah, you need to put yourself out there. Um, yeah, and. I also wanted to make a point in when you're when you're building bridges with current friendships or new friendships or anything also know that just because you have a falling out or just because someone isn't no longer in your life or anything like that it doesn't mean that it's forever too right Mm -hmm. and so sometimes this is why I feel like um, friendships are very energetic and so like you know how energy shifts a lot Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's not in the right space and sometimes you heal certain things in yourself and then it opens up the pathway for healing Mm. with someone maybe from the past i love that and so um i say that because i'm like oh you know i've had people too like in the past where you know things happen where you just like grow apart or whatever and then years later you like reconnect and there's that opportunity for you to be open to that also. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. And that's so true. We um we tend to give a finality or want to give a finality to our relationships prematurely. And like you said earlier, I think it's like a defensive, a defense mechanism where it's like we just want to protect ourselves and just stop thinking about mm-hmm. it and not have to deal with it. And so we can get have that weight lifted off of us. Um, but like you said, you know, leaving the door open and just working on yourself sometimes will bring those people back around. It will bring even better people around. And instead of just having like, you know, resentment or wanting to just be done with it and that being your attitude and that being the energy that you're reflecting. So I love that. Exactly. It's like, it's like with forgiveness too. And like, you know, giving Mm -hmm. yourself that peace, it brings you peace of mind and it, you know, forgiveness isn't just for the other person. It's more for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. healing. It's healing. And so, um, yeah. And, you know, when you, I understand, because I know people listening to is like, no, I was wronged, you know, or like, you know, because that's going to come up, right? That, yes. That, I don't know if it's the ego part of you or like fear. It's the righteous you know, anger. Gonna, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know? So, so <laughs> when that comes up, it's like, um, what do I want to say? Uh, oh, you're blocking your blessing. Mm-hmm. you're blocking your blessings when you put walls up and you keep them up some people you know having those boundaries are very important um and knowing your limits and and uh expressing your limits but also like holding walls up with everyone around you just like blocks your blessings mm-hmm. and it doesn't allow you to receive that goodness too so true i've been talking so much about boundaries lately um and kind of how to shift your perception of boundaries from being like this wall that you build up to protect yourself which actually you know keeps you blocked in too you know people can't get past the walls but you can't get out of them and so how can we shift that well we can start saying the boundary is going to be naturally in place when we are focused more on the positive aspects that we want to attract into our lives so the positive things that we want to feel in a friendship you know the communication like you were saying being able to speak your truth freely feeling at ease with the people that you're with um being on the same page when it comes to what you're trying to build maybe you want to have like a a small squad who's all building their own businesses their empires they're focused on that you know making money whatever and that's like the energy that you want to attract and so that's what you're more so focused on that's what you're more so putting out there as far as your own energy not continuing to dawn on this person hurt me that person messed me up um i don't ever want to deal with a girl like that again all the negatives is what's going to attract more negative to you but the positives will serve as a natural boundary against anything that's not within that sphere. Right? Oh, yes. I love that. I love that. It's so true. Like, what are you focusing on? Mm-hmm. That's what you retract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're always yeah. focusing on drama, whether it's within your own mm-hmm. friendships or within other stuff in life or whatever. Well, then, of course, duh, you're going to keep attracting more drama based connections into your life and you know if you're saying that you want to level up you want to heal and glow up well then your attention and your focus is going to have to shift off of the things that are keeping you from doing so holding you back oh i love that i love that something something you said uh sparked this thought it was like are your are your actions aligning with what you truly want Mm -hmm. right Mm-hmm. kind of like what you're saying is like okay you say you want all of these amazing things well are you embodying those things mm-hmm. yes because you have to be on that vibe before they will come to you period you know yep. i'm always talking about that whether it's friendships or relationships or whatever it's like okay you have all these expectations for a guy for example but are you <laughs> walking in that same light? <laughs> and are you even putting yourself in the same places where that type of guy would be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So like, if you're just dealing with like the the type of dating apps where you know that people are just going there for sex or you're going to the club all the time and you see the same dude always out partying with his friends or whatever, then that's all energy. So that's what you're attracting. I love that you said that. <laughs> 
it seems like so like common sense but people don't think like oh it's like well I'm doing this but this is the type of guy that I actually want well (laughs) we teach people how to treat us Mm -hmm. like how we treat ourselves and that you know that pertains to friendships really well too because it's like okay you know you want people to respect you you want your friendships to you know, uh, respect your boundaries and to love on you and all of that stuff. But are you doing that for yourself? Yes, yes. Like, mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it really that's why that self reflection is so important. Yes, when you start doing that for yourself, you'll find yourself in different spaces, um, networking and meeting other people from different backgrounds, right? Who are going to be on a different vibe and a different wavelength than what you've been used to. And that's how you start leveling up, ascending, for sure. Oh yes. You know, and and there's one more thing I wanted to say before I forget. Um, yeah. Because I know we've, we've touched on so many things, and I love it, and everything is like, yeah. <laughs> pow, pow, pow. <laughs> one, thing, one thing that um, has truly affected me in my friendships and what I've seen um, in my friendships and other people around me in their lives you have to allow someone to be on their own journey. Yeah. In yeah. order for you to have like a good, genuine, you know, mm. uh, friendship with mm. another woman, you cannot be judgy. Mm. Like there is a time because if I if I'm honest with myself and I look at the the friendships that I've had, the ones where I felt like home and like my people the thing that was uh, different in other friendships were that they judged, that they were very judgy. And not mm. only with me, right? I mean, with other people, too, and their situations. And, you know, people always have something to say. Like, people always have something to say. But when you, when you put your, when you place your judgments on your friends, it creates that wall. I yes. think that's where the wall begins. It creates that wall, and you're trying to tell them, like, how to live their lives, you know. And I think it's important for us to respect each other's journey and that it's different. We're very different people with different uh, core values, with different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the thing about women, right? That is our strength. It's not our weakness. Like, we're not all the same. We're all very different, like you said, from different cultures, from different backgrounds. And instead of, like, embracing that, what I see a lot is people putting each other down for not being exactly like that. Yes. Like, no. No. (laughs) I love that that you brought that up because that is so true. And that is where the walls probably start is the judgment. Um. And allowing people to be on their own journey and knowing that, okay, if it's really going to affect you in a deep way, you don't have to be on it with them or whatever. And you can still set those boundaries, you know, like, for example, I know we have to tell our girlfriends sometimes who are dealing with toxic situations. Hey, look, I know we've talked about this a lot. I know (laughs) that this is something that's really hard on you or affecting you or really pisses you off, whatever. But we've been having this conversation for a long time and I don't see you making any changes, <laughs> right? And so I, as your friend with all the love in my heart, don't want to keep doing this with you because you have to do that for yourself. You have to decide to change this for yourself. I can't do it for you. And I'm not going to sit here and be like your drama cheerleader and try to like basically douse the fire with this gasoline. No, do you want better or not? <laughs> and so, and Right. And like that's just like opens the the gateway for that vulnerability because you are engaging with them. But at the same time, setting that boundary, you know, that's one place where you can set a boundary where it's like this is your journey. I can't continue to walk that path with you in this specific area. Right. But I still love you. I'm still your friend. That's one alternative to just like cutting off the connection. Mm hmm. (laughs) because it leaves the opportunity for the person right because they're gonna do what they want yes they are (laughs) like i don't know why people think it's like their judgment or their you know thing is gonna be the end all be all because we have all our different journeys and we're whatever we're meant to mess up we're meant to get through it whatever Mm -hmm. and like the i think the thing that determines like are you gonna be at the end of the journey with them Mm -hmm. mm-hmm I think that depends on like what type of space you hold. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I love that. Yeah, you can't have judgment. I mean, of course, it's going to come up. We're all human. But at the end of the day, if you want to have solid connections, the judgment piece for someone being different than you, handling things different than you would handle it, you know, being in a situation that you think is stupid, like you don't know what that person has gone through that has put them in this space, right? We all have our own conditioning, things that we are carrying around from our past that we are bringing into our connections. And so you might not have that experience, but they do. And it's informing the way that they are operating. So yeah, the judgment free zone is crucial if you want to actually have real connections and you feel like you can build a bond with other women, other people, period. But yeah, especially other women. And, and it's funny, I always say that. I said, this is a judgment-free zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. No, it just means like, you know what? You're doing you and I'm doing me and that's fine. But this is a safe space. Yes. And when you do that, when you provide that judgment-free zone, your friends are more willing to like come to you and be like, you know what? Yes, help me. Yeah. And, but if you come, you know, if you come with that judgment zone, they're going to be like, I'm not even going to try Mm-mm. No, yeah, yeah, and that's a wall. I love it. So, did you have any other tips for us? I know you said you jotted a few things down. We've been just going with the flow, and this has been amazing. <laughs> I, love, I love going with the flow. Yes. You know, I'm just looking over at the things that I jotted down, and honestly, I think we've touched um all of them. Yeah, and. Um, together we rise I think and you know I just have here like break the barrier of competition I think it's important just for us women to remember like we need to stick together we (laughs) We need to stop putting each other down and start looking at how we can embrace each other all of our strengths all of our you know journeys and stories like we're warriors Mm -hmm. we're warrior queens the history of women you know it's we've been (laughs) I think the history of women we have not gotten the credit Uh, or we have not gotten the acknowledgement and it's time for us to give it to ourselves mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. and not wait for someone else or outside or men or whatever to give it to us and just like together we rise and we do that by forming these friendships and and genuine friendships you know when you thought of when you said before about making new friends um one thing also is to be genuine yeah like when you are genuine when you are you people pick up on that and they're more likely to receive you and want to be your friends Mm -hmm. you know but if you come from a place of like oh i'm not sure or like, you know, just not from a genuine place and not being you, mm-hmm. then you're not going to attract the people that are meant for you. So true. So true. Yes, girl. I love this whole <laughs> talk. Ugh, I love this. <laughs> so much for this space. I just, I feel so good. I know. It's so cleansing, right? It just feels like, ah, love it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on with me again, girl. Um, First of all, before we wrap up here, let people know where to find you. Yes. So um, my jam is Instagram. You can always find me there. Um, My handle is um, Miss Kayla Cordero. And I also have a Facebook group. It's called Vow to be Fierce. Um, You can also find me in there. And also um, my website is vowtobefierce.com which is in transition. Great. In transition. Yes. Yes. Well, girl, this has been such a healing talk. Um, One that I know a lot of women need to hear and will get a lot from. And, um, you know, this is a part of all of our journeys. It's just like healing our sisterhood bonds, building each other up, Our friend groups, our female friends, our girl squads are so important. They are. To our own personal growth, to a lot of our careers, you know, like this things that we don't see in the very present moment because we're just operating from a really highly emotional space or a fearful space is really, it's important to look at that 
and kind of step back and look at a bird's eye view or look at it from a bird's eye view because you never know where these connections can lead. Um, you know, so many things have happened just from the people that have come into my life by chance <laughs> and just nurturing those connections and not just like letting them go by the wayside. And so if we can heal and rebuild and learn more about ourselves and the other person in the process, magic, magic happens. <laughs> I love it. It's so true. It can only build your life. Yes. It's so true love that it's so true it's good for your career it's good for your business it's good for your relationships right like who's gonna be there for you when you're going through things your girls yeah like your people mm-hmm. so i love that oh Me thank too. you so much for holding this space <laughs> for us and for bringing this conversation to women i'm sure it's needed and yes yes <laughs> yes healing 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 you're welcome, lady, and thank you for joining me. I got so much from this. I have so many notes. Like you have no idea. I'm gonna just <laughs> jot all this down. Well, I hope you have an amazing day, and um, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yes, talk to you soon. Bye, <laughs> love. Right. Bye. Well, goddess, that was amazing. I enjoyed that conversation so much, and I got so many gems about healing, rebuilding, even nurturing and attracting new female friendships and the importance of our girl gangs, our girl groups. So I hope that you did as well. And as usual, I'm so thankful for you. I appreciate you so much for rocking with me here on the podcast. Please do go ahead and follow the show on whatever platform that you choose. And If you have the option of liking it, go ahead and like it. I'll be doing a giveaway of some kind to podcast subscribers soon. So go ahead and do that. And yeah, until next time, goddess, stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you next week. Bye.